Hello and welcome back to the podcast, Two Beers, Please. If you're hearing my voice, then you know this is Yannick. Uh, if you don't, I'm a little offended, um, but that's fine. <laughs> and I'm joined by my buddy, Matt. <laughs> nice to meet you. It's me, Yannick. It's me, Yannick. How's it going? That was a better way. I should have said that. I shouldn't be attacking people off the bat. That's a little rude. I need to give uh, them I a think, chance. I think it's I, – I liked it. I thought, you know – You've got to you've got to play the part, and um, you've done you did that perfect yeah. to perfection. Thank you. Uh, well, yeah, this is another on tap episode. We're so excited. Uh, it's our third one of the on tap series. Uh, man, where does the time go? We just came up with this concept the other day, and we already got three of these episodes in. Crazy, just reeling Crazy, them out, reeling them out, and basically just to give you guys. A setup of what this episode's going to be. Me and Matt are in a fantasy league together, and the draft is tonight. Specifically, it is in 15 minutes. So we will be talking fantasy football, bringing you into the draft. There are some clowns in this draft. I don't know if Matt knows that, but like we have some like we'll pick Drew Brees with the first pick clowns in this draft. So I can't wait to talk about that. And uh, I hope that I hope that happens. Me too. It's good for us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we're going to be talking fantasy football. Uh, really quick, though, I'm going to plug our sites like I always do. We have an Instagram page at two beers, please underscore podcast. That's two beers, please spelled out the words underscore podcast. We've got a Twitter page at to the number two BP underscore podcast. You can find us on Facebook as well. And then you can find us on Spotify. Subscribe to us. At Apple podcasts. All of that. It's the podcast, Two Beers, Please. Uh, man, we recorded the other day, and it's crazy already. So much has happened. I mean, I watched Spain tie Germany today and the restart of the UEFA Nations League. Celtics are are currently almost going uh, 3 up, three zero up on the Raptors. They're halfway there. Uh, Leonard Fournette joins a stacked buck side for no freaking reason. And uh, we lost the great Tom Seaver today, um, which was – or yesterday, I believe it was – uh, which was a big loss in the community as well. Um, so a lot of things uh, coming up, and uh, we'll be talking about that in our next episode. But first, uh, we have a um, new segment called uh, Famous Reviews coming up, and uh, we have a lot of really great supporters out there, uh, all of our fans. We love all of our fans. But we got a really great review in, and uh, he's actually – come on tonight to give us a little bit of a shout out so without further ado uh here is today's uh review well uh i just wanted to come on and say that the two beers please podcast is my favorite podcast in the whole world <laughs> these guys are so funny and really know their stuff i'm excited to see where they go from here and if you aren't following them well then you're just plain silly <laughs> Thank you so much, my friend. Uh, I don't know if you guys could tell who that was, but that was Ricky the Rat. Yes, that was Ricky the Rat. Uh, I that was Nicholas Sarkozy. Nicholas Sarkozy. Oh, I wish uh, we, you know, should, we should get him. Next on. time. Next time. He's not a big but, podcast guy. You're right. You're right. Well, we should change that. He would like our podcast. I think so. I think so. How are we feeling, Matt? How are we feeling? What are we drinking? How's it going? Dude, I'm I'm doing well. I appreciate that review from such a high profile celebrity like like Ricky or Mickey, um, whichever. Don't get us in trouble name. here, buddy. Yeah, well, 
They and honestly, they would. Like this could be the smallest <laughs> podcast in the world, and they would track us down. But I don't think that's like parody. So I think we're protected by parody law. So yeah, I think we're you're funny. Good. We're protected yeah. by comedy. As long as you're making fun of somebody, then you have a lot more protection. I'm good. I'm uh, I'm ecstatic about the Nets news. Oh yeah, Steve Nash and and keeping Jock Vaughn. I thought that was a huge coup for them to keep him on the coaching staff because that guy was. If they would have hired Vaughn, I would have been very excited. But uh, to have Nash being hired and Vaughn staying on the coaching staff, I think is a huge get for them. And uh, I'm full swing in fantasy. This is my fourth draft in the last five days, so wow. I'm. I'm all primed. It's a good and bad thing because, like, I've got a good sense of, of drafts, but but it's also once you get to this point, you're like, well, I kind of want to draft differently. So I've got what I think is kind of a ridiculous high risk, high reward strategy for tonight's draft, just because I'm like, I have to mix it up and I have to play around with some things. So I'm hoping it'll work out for me, but it's been a fun week of drafts. Right. Yes. I, I kind of think I know what your strategy is going to be. I'm going to be so happy if I'm right. We'll see. We'll see. I don't really know, but we'll see. I just have a feeling. When you said that to me, you told me this earlier and you said that to me and there was something in my gut that told me what it was. And I was like, man, it's going to be so funny if it's that. It's going to be so very funny. If it's that. aggressive. Oh my goodness. But I don't oh. think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. It's just like, you know, this is my fourth one. And so I've got, you know, I've worked out other, I would say, safer strategies than those other drafts. So I'm like, I want to try something new. I want to see, like, I think this could work for me, but I guess we'll find out. The bad we'll thing about having a draft, a bad thing about having any draft strategy is the second somebody, you know, takes like somebody that was a part of like your big strategy, then it all comes falling down like a house of cards. Like you're just like, oh, now I don't have any idea what I'm going to do. Right. I've been doing so many. This is my first. My other one is Sunday. I have two big drafts, uh, draft leagues that I do. And I my thing is. I, I've been getting super anxious around pick three and I always pick the wrong person. Like I truthfully, I happens and I'm like, oh, gosh, because guys, I'm the second pick in a snake draft. So picks two and three are right after each other and pick two. I'm always like, of course that guy's there. I want him. And pick three comes around too fast. And I'm like, ah, ah, ah. And then the countdown. So I feel better now. I've done enough where I I do feel confident with what I'm doing. Good. And also aside from you and, and Derek, who's also in this draft, I know that so many people are going to be left on the board here. This is the same draft league that let me get Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins last year. Let me just say that. So I, I feel, I feel okay with like not having a plethora of choices. Um, we'll see. We'll probably see kickers picked in round 10 defenses in round 11. We'll see all the quarterbacks off the board by round five. I mean, we'll see, but I, I am excited and it should be a lot of fun. And it is starting so soon in seven minutes, guys. T minus seven minutes. I have picked two. Matt, I believe you have pick five. Six. Pick six. Pick six. Yes. Pick six. That should be your name. Uh, it's, not, it's, honestly not a, it's not a bad name, especially if I got like a really good defense. I reached way too – well, not like way too early, but certainly early for the 49ers defense – the other night just because I kind of liked where my roster was at. And I was like, I don't know. I kind of just want to take this defense. I don't feel it's bad all, about it. I, the game, I still got like the second best grade on the, you know, draft thing. So 
which means nothing, but you know, I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, everybody's saying like, pick a defense with your second to last, pick a kicker with your last, like that's all fine and good. If the whole league starts moving one way, you have to move with them. It doesn't all of a sudden make any sense. Like if a couple people go early with defense is fine, but if you have eight people taking defenses, take a defense, you know, like at that point, you know, then it's just how the league is gone. And uh, I told Matt earlier, I came up with a new name. Last year, I was Belichick Yourself, which I really liked, but I can't like bring it every year. And so this year, uh, as a Patriots fan, I don't know if this is the first time I've said this on air that I'm a Patriots fan. I really hope you guys keep listening after hearing that. You um, have. You've, you've, okay. you've, you've divulged that horrible news. Okay, perfect. Good. I'm, yeah. I just, as long as you're broken in already, that's fine. And, uh, so my name now, uh, with the new news today that our starting quarterback is who I want it to be, my name is Cam, son, and I'm really excited about it, and I think it'll take me far. Uh, I do have a question of the day. It's not football-related, since we're going to be talking football for the rest of the time. Like which, is, which is more likely to happen, Matt, that the Nuggets make it to the conference finals or that the Bucks don't make it to the conference finals? Oh man, I think I think I think I'm like lucky in the sense that the Bucks are zero and two right now. That I go I go Nuggets, Nuggets, which like you know me you me and you talked already about the the possibility of the Heat upsetting the Bucks. Like I I don't think if you've been paying attention to basketball and in the bubble and just the full year that I mean would I bet money that the Heat were going to go up two zero on the Bucks? No, but Am I going to be surprised if the Heat see this out and and win this series? Not at all, just because of the depth they have. And we've seen the Bucks struggle with the rest of their roster besides Giannis really showing up. I mean, I have no idea where Eric Bledsoe is. He didn't come down to Orlando, apparently, because yeah, I, haven't, I haven't seen him make an impact for that team. Yeah, he brought one shoulder. He forgot to pack the rest of him. His flesh. He's like the, the villain in uh, Men in Black. Oh, it's yeah. Like they take, yeah, oh. so it's not actually... <laughs> Yeah, I hate that. Weird, uh, um, I hate that. But I hate that part so much. Every single it's time, nasty. it doesn't. It's nasty. It's gross. It's well done because it's so gross. But yeah, and I also think. I mean, yes, the Mavericks were had had Luka Doncic, but I think some holes in the Clippers game were shown, and I think the Nuggets are a good team. I was. I thought the Jazz were the better team out of those two teams, and for the Nuggets to come back down three one on that Jazz team. I was really impressed. Now they need the, the rest of their guys to like really step up. I think Gary Harris is really going to have to come back and come back stronger. Michael Porter Jr. is going to have to decide to play defense for at least like five seconds. He can't just stand. It, it amazes me how One talented possession. the guy is. Dude, it like he's so talented on the offensive side of the ball. And then they go on the defensive side of the ball. And I'm pretty sure I could blow by him. He just like it just stands there like a statue. So the Nuggets are going to have to obviously have some – some guys step up, which is always the case, you know, in an upset series. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the Nuggets have a decent shot, and the way the Bucks and the Heat are going right now, I would, uh, I would say it's more likely that the Nuggets make the conference finals. Right. I mean, that last foul on that was so that was so hard for the Bucks to handle. That was rough. That right. was rough. And at I, the same yeah. time, then the Middleton foul, like, should they have right. even been in that situation? Yeah, not unfair. For sure, I'm not saying... So, yeah, it's not like the refing at the end of the Thunder Rockets game, for example, like that they didn't know what the heck they were doing. You know, right. I'm not saying they made the wrong calls, but it was so very 
obvious that they were all over the place with how they were making those calls. All right. So before we start drafting, which is in three minutes, so excited. Um, give me, let's, let's talk some players. Give me your, who do you think the top player of the year is going to be fantasy wise? Who do you think the most important player? You know, I think that the easy answer is McCaffrey. So I'll go Saquon. I think this is going to be Saquon's year. I think, I mean, that's not that much of a stretch either because he's, you know, in most places ranked second. I just think he is such a smart player. He's one of the most, like, I remember he had a play against the Hawkeyes when we played them where he was running to the left side of the field and literally stopped on a dime and then cut back the other way. He's got so much quickness, so much speed, so much just intelligence on playing the game. I think they're going to start using him better with this new coaching staff. I think Danny Dimes having some more experience under center will will help them. So I I think the Giants, not improving a lot, but improving enough, and Barkley improving as a player will really help him shine. While McCaffrey's, not not that the Panthers were great last year, but McCaffrey's really going to have to do a lot. And after last year, I mean, what defense – you know, it's kind of the same thing with Lamar, where like people have more tape on you now. Where I think they're both like Lamar and McCaffrey are still going to be phenomenal players, but they're going to get more of a challenge from defenses now because now they are they're keyed in on on those guys. So I'm going to go Saquon. That's a great pick. That's who I have as well, and I'm I also pick it because I'm biased because. Unless Olaf decides to, he's the guy who picked Drew Brees with his first pick. Unless Olaf decides to give me Christian McCaffrey. And I don't know that I would pick Christian McCaffrey so much over Saquon. I will if he's there for sure. But yeah. it's not like a huge gap. I, I would have to, obviously. I, I, think, I think you have to pick McCaffrey just because of how dominant he was last year. But yeah, I don't think the, the, I don't think the margins are, are massive between those two. Right. All right. Well... Really quick before we move into sleepers and busts, we have about 10 seconds. Matt, I want to tell you, no matter what happens this season, we're still buddies. I hope to see you in the finals at the I don't end agree. of this. I don't agree to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it is officially draft day. Welcome to the best day of the year, Matt Bear. Draft day. Yeah, we love it. We love it. We love I've it. I've heard that sound so Huntley many times because I'm also the, so on many, the clock first. So many mock drafts. Right, draft day is it's fun, it, uh, dude. It and like you were saying earlier about about mock drafts, like I get so upset too because like there's times in mock drafts where I'm just like I don't know who to take. Uh, what if I take the wrong guy? And like I have to remind myself, like, Matt, this is this is a nothing matters for this. This is just to help you get an idea. It's gonna be okay. Like you can take right. That's you how can I literally too, take a kicker with the first pick and nothing is going to come of it because you're doing a mock draft. Right, exactly. But I still get well, so stressed. Hey, because we care. It's because we care. And uh, Olaf, ha- Olaf has the first pick here, and he does pick Christian McCaffrey, which Thanks means him. I'm I'm up. Do I let them wait and see if I pick Zeke? I don't know. I kind of <laughs> I kind of want it a little bit. I am going to let them sweat it a little bit. You love doing that the first round. And, I don't mind uh, that. Right. But uh, why don't you give me some sleepers that you have while I let this clock run out? So I picked out three sleepers. The first one is Emmanuel Sanders. 
I feel like he's getting no talk about him, even though he's been such a consistent wide receiver for so many years, was solid for the Niners last year in a team that didn't really pass the ball much, um, at least to wide receivers. And now he gets to go and be with Drew Brees. Like, I think any time you as a receiver get to go work with a quarterback like that, you're like stats are going to go up. Like your, your ability to impact the game is just going to go up without a doubt. So Sanders is my first one. My next one is J.K. Dobbins. I think Ingram – Ingram's a guy that takes a lot of wear and tear, so I think there's a chance, you know, that he might even miss games where then Dobbins is the starter. But even if Ingram plays 16 games, the Ravens run the ball so much that I think Dobbins is going to get a lot of touches and a lot of ability to get touchdowns and, and just impact the game. And finally, probably a surprise sleeper and certainly bias on this one, Aaron Rodgers. I think Rodgers is going to come back with a vengeance this year, and he's not being talked about at all as an impact fantasy quarterback, and I think that is a mistake. I agree, my man. I definitely agree. I did pick Saquon Barkley. I did pick Saquon Barkley. The right pick. It's the right pick. It is the right oh, pick. Oh, my strategy is already thrown out the window. Wow, he picked Michael Thomas with the third pick. That's what Ooh. I was going to take. That's who I wanted. That That, is. Now I have to switch it up. But I think that's better for me because I was looking at this year and like it's a tough year for running backs. Like after the first like 12 running backs, maybe 15, the drop down is pretty significant. Right. So. I think I'm probably saved there with my aggressiveness. I would have rather gone Dalvin. I don't know if I Alvin Kamara didn't help me out a lot last year. Here we year. go. Who is he gonna pick? Who I is can't he decide. I'm going pick? I'm going between Henry or Kamara. And I can't I, I can't decide. Can I can I give you wanna go Kamara? I mean, I know he's gonna be back, but like I but that's fair. I don't know about Derrick Henry. That's a hard freaking pick, man. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, there we I go. The beast. Alvin Kamara drops down the board a little bit. Um, I, had, uh, I had Alvin last year in like several leagues, and he just didn't – I don't know. He didn't do enough for me. And I was looking at the Titans depth chart because I am worried about Derrick Henry because he's another one of those guys where like defenses are going to be so keyed in on him. But they have no one else in that backfield. Like he's getting every touch. <laughs> All right, we are back really quick. Lamar Jackson already Lamar. off the board. Lamar Jackson already off the board. Let's just go through the picks. We had Julio Jones go at number eight, which was unexpected. Tyreek Hill go at 10, also unexpected. Lamar Jackson off at 11, unexpected. There's a lot of good players on, but I got to stick to my strategy. You Welcome to the to- team, Iowa Hawkeye, George Kittle. Let's oh, go. George Kittle. I love that pick. I'm glad you got him. I wanted him so badly. I'm real glad you got him. And uh Devontae Adams at 12. Also kind of also kind of I, surprising. I feel like everyone in our draft doesn't realize how top heavy the running backs are. You can get value in receivers so much further down in the draft. Like, right. I, like Devontae, I actually do think is terrific. I think he'll have a huge year because the Packers don't really have anyone else. Aaron Jones at 16. But, like, I 
I think it's silly to, uh, uh, hey, do what you want, guys. That's now fair. Com- now comes another crucial part of my plan. I'm just glad I got George. George was more important to me than Michael Thomas. That's fair. Who who just got picked? DeAndre Hopkins. I think Hopkins. he's a must this year. I think that people are not going. People are overpicking him. I don't think he's going to be the same like he was in Houston. I already had him on fantasy last year, and not to say that you know Houston was the best, but I just don't think him and Kyler Murray are going to have a rapport like people think they will. Yeah. Well, I think too. It's I think there's more like Deshaun relied on what. Watkins so much or Hopkins sorry um he relied on Hopkins so much where I don't think Kyler's gonna have to rely on him as much like I think Kyler's got more I mean Larry Fitzgerald's still getting older Christian Kirk is still has a a bit to prove but he's improved in his first two years Kenyon Drake exploded at the end of the year like I think there's more offensive weapons and just more offensive fluidity in Arizona where Hopkins won't be the center like point as much as he was in Houston. That's fair. All right. With my second pick, the running backs are tempting. I hate Miles Sanders. I think he's a total bust for pick Same. Eight. It's a terrible thing. Josh Jacobs does interest me still on the board. I like Jacobs. I do like Jacobs. And uh, But you know what? I had a strategy coming in for the second pick. And kind of like you, I'm going tight in action. It's Mr. Like Travis that's a good team. pick. That's right. We get high value at that tight end position because you're right, Matt. You have to understand that Sterling Shepard is found in draft eight. That's how that's how deep this wide receiver core is. Yeah. Sterling Shepard, the number one receiver for the Giants, who's going to be great. You can get him in round eight. Dude, like- Keenan, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin even are going – Jarvis Landry are going round five, round six. And like those guys are going to – impact the game they just are right oh olaf goes miles sanders you know what picking him up round round two not necessarily the worst round three round three, round three. Round yeah three. i don't think i don't think at that point it's a bad pick it's and not if josh jacobs is on the board my strategy might have to change because i like him a lot he killed oh, me he last year Chris especially Godwin. in one game it was horrible i was playing one of my buddies in one of my other leagues not a bad one you're back not up baby one. But yeah, Josh Jacobs killed me last year, and it was the game he was playing the Packers, so it was a real double whammy. Right. I love Josh Jacobs. I do. I really do. Here's the thing. Because we are in PPR mode, I don't really care about running backs as much as I do receivers. So I'm going to go a catcher again and pick who I think is going to have the greatest rapport with my man in Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. I'm going Mike Evans for that third pick. I like I like that. So we got you Saquon. Had, you hadn't taken a receiver yet either, right? I had not taken a receiver yeah, yet. Yeah, I think that's a good first receiver take. Right. We got Barkley, we got Evans, and Kelsey. I've had Evans on my team, or at least on teams, the last two years. And he – I mean, you and me were talking about this off air. Like, he, he's not like – he doesn't always get a ton of yards – but touchdown machine. Touchdown machine. Like, just gets touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. Uh, I'm on the clock in three picks. I'm sweating right now. He's this sweating. Is, this is my make or break pick. And it's going to – I'm going to have to change my entire strategy. Oh, boy. I wonder who he's going to get. I mean, because 
I, I don't think Josh Jacobs will be there anymore, if that helps. I think I'm pretty sure not. I think Matt's going to take him. Oh, man, someone else didn't take oh! him. Too. Oh, that Patrick was my Mahomes that's who I was going to take. That's who I was going to take. Matt Patrick Mahomes gets taken. I'm OK with that. I'll Hey, Jacobs is there. Mixon's there. They both be, one of them's going to be probably. I hope unless they both go. Oh, God, I wanted Patty again. It's a yeah. For me, I'm not going to reach for a quarterback unless it was Patrick Mahomes. That was kind of the one. Yeah. And I thought about it with the pick, but, you know, I did want I like Mike Evans. Everything I'm hearing out of training camp is that him and Brady put a lot of individual work in together. And I do like that. There's good. I mean, I think, too. Like, I think Mahomes is obviously the best quarterback. And I think who I would take first. I'm not going to like really hate on anyone taking Lamar first because I do think those are the top two. But I think, you know, you look at Watson, you look at Murray, you look at Russ, you look at Dak. I think all four of them could have monster years. I think I mean, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Dak. Well, and even past that, if you're getting really skilled players and making picks, if you have a Matthew Stafford or a Tom Brady at quarterback, you're also in good in good bet. You're not going to have like the most production out of them more than the other guys. But I think quarterback is always deep more deep than people think yeah i do don't take don't take joe mixon i want him oh it's matt 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 murray's on the board that sounds like i was talking to you to not take him (laughs) i've never know i never realized his name was mantis toboggans (laughs) that's that's an incredible name right mantis toboggans he does take joe mixon dang it all right who are you gonna pick this is an interesting part of the draft here because the receivers they're all good but they all have things to worry right can kenny dollar be the same you know dj moore how does he go with teddy bridgewater alan robinson can nick Foles throw to him adam thieland is he going to be too covered in minnesota no, he's not, and that's why he's playing for Matt Smith. And that's why year. Adam Thielen goes to my buddy Matt Smith. I love that pick. I do. He doesn't. He's Stephon Diggs is gone. He was already Cousins' top target. The guy, I I love Adam Thielen. I'm I'm pretty pumped about that pick. Right, me too, man. And I agree. This is going real well for the two of us. I do think we have two of the stronger teams out here so far, and it's because here's the thing. Unless unless it was those top two, I wasn't going to do it. But here's the thing: at receiver, it just matters about the matchup as long as you, as long as you're you know good about it, you know. But for receivers and running backs, can get come and go, right? For tight ends, there's two good options. You're going to win that position every day if you got Kelsey or Kittle. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's why I want to do it. I get a win every day. Even Mark Andrews, like I had him last year, and I like Mark Andrews a lot, but Mark Andrews is going to get you like 20 to 30 yards. He's probably going to get you a touchdown, honestly, but he's not a guy that gets a ton of receptions, that gets a ton of yards. So while Kittle and Kelsey, like Kittle is the main focus in that offense in San Fran. They don't throw the ball to like anyone else. Right. Oh, so we got Allen Robinson, the third take, the second taken, and then Mr. Odell Beckham. How do we think Odell Beckham's going to do this year? Man, that's such that's one of the toughest questions. I think he'll do better than he did last year. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole Browns team is going to do better than they did last year. I think just all the pressure, all the hype that was around them, which is kind of why I'm a belief like of the belief that's going to kind of happen to Tampa Bay. Like I think Tampa Bay, the expectations are getting so high that they're not going to meet them. 
Right. Now they have the benefit of having a guy like Tom Brady under center who's been doing it for forever. Right. Compared compared to Baker Mayfield, who was still a young quarterback where I think it got to, you know, got to him a little more. But um yeah, I think I think the Browns just in general are gonna be better because how can they not be mostly? <laughs> right. They're gonna make a step up because they have only steps up to make. Yeah. Unless they go 0 and 16 and Baker Mayfield pulls a Johnny Manziel and gets out of the league. That that would be shocking. Yeah. I'll All be right. honest. That one would shock me. I'll be honest. Mark Andrews taken and Chris Carson kind of high. I would think Chris Carson, but um let me talk to you about some of my sleepers before my or before your pick comes up. Please do. Um yeah, I've got Paris Campbell. I think he's going to be a really good receiver for the Colts. I like that. Yeah, he's a young guy, especially with T.Y. kind of being banged up. I think he's going to kind of take over that. Another Ohio uh, State kid. Ohio State kid, yeah. Jonathan Taylor, also for the Colts. I think he takes over that really easily. Maybe not at the beginning. You know, Marlon Mack's a good guy, and Naheem Hines has some talent. But Jonathan Taylor is by far and away the best running back on that team. So I think he takes over by the end, and I think he can win some playoffs. Um we spoke about the Bucks being overloaded. There is a receiver there that I think will be better than other people think, Scotty Miller. He's been hearing just good things about him out of training camp. You know, a young guy, kind of a speedster, reminds me kind of a Ted Ginn Jr. in younger years. I think he's going to be really good. And finally, looks like the starter out of the L.A. Charger area, I think Tyrod Taylor is going to surprise people. I don't think Tyrod Taylor lets this job go easy. I, of course, you got the young like guy, that. That Justin Herbert, but Tyrod Taylor, right, was never a bad player. Did he get injured? Yeah. He paid for fucking Buffalo, though. They didn't know what they were doing when he was over there. Not saying Buffalo's a bad team, but they didn't know what they were doing. I think he comes into L.A. with good receivers, with a good defense, and he has, I think he surprises people. I think he's going to play really well. He's had good years in, in the league as well. Oh, David Johnson. Like he, he's not, he's a guy who like has, it's not like he's been like a bad journeyman. Like he's, he's a bit of a journeyman, but he's had, he's had decent seasons in places. And I think even those times in the bills, like the bills weren't a good team then. I, I think it's fine to say that they were far from a good team. Oh man. This was another tough one. Yeah. We had all the tight ends go recently. The Andrews and Ertz both off the board before round Take five. Em. Take them. Oh, gosh, man. I think I got to go running back because I just see the value in the running backs more than I do in the the receivers right here. The question is, who do I take? And I know where I'm leaning. He's kind of a high-risk, high-reward guy. But if he can – I hate this because I've checked checked every team's depth chart probably like 50 times, and I wish I could just remember it. Brian Hill. Who is Brian Hill? Brian Hill? Yeah. The Atlanta backup? I had no idea. That's good on you, Yannick. Ha ha ha. I'm taking Todd Gurley because of that. Because Love I don't Todd. know who the heck Brian Hill is. Brian Hill is a touchdown vulture. That's what he is. Not today. Not this year. But yeah, we'll see. I think it'll be fine, honestly. I think it will be. I have to go running back two here because all the running backs are going off the board. I need to make sure I got some good ones in here. Um, yeah, cause running, I mean, running back's a thin position always, you know, and DJ Moore off the board now after Todd Gurley, 
I will say I wanted to pick Todd Gurley, so I'm very upset that you picked him. <laughs> because here's the thing. There are some other good running backs on the board. Le'Veon Bell is one of my busts for this year. He's already complaining about his work split with Frank Gore. He's going to be a head case. He's going to be the second Antonio Brown out of that Steelers thing, and it's going to be ridiculous. Jets, the Jets just aren't good either. Like I just have no faith in the Jets' offense. Right. Right. That's fair. All right. Who did we have go just now? We had Russell Wilson. Okay. I do like that pick. I do like that pick. No, I, I honestly, I probably should have started thinking quarterback, but I'm going to, I'm going to hang on. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, the, the truth is picking Saquon first. The idea is my second running back is probably going to be my like worst position and that's fine. You know, you just got to find yeah. something to work on. And I think I know who I'm going to pick here. We'll just see who Grant picks right before me. Are you going running back this round? I'm thinking about it. I have I have back to back, so I think one of them has to be a running back. I I can always go look at your. I like I like that we can hear both our sounds. Right. So he goes. He goes. Here's the thing. I'm worried about Olaf. I feel like he's going to be the guy to do this. So I'm going to pick since my guy is still there, and I wasn't expecting him to be. I'm going to go pick my quarterback, Deshaun Watson, off the board nice. for me. I think that's I, a good one. I think people are not talking about him enough. I think he can win games for me, and that way I don't have to worry so much about that position. That's who I, that's who I was eyeing at for quarterback. But there's still, there's still two guys who I think are, are very – honestly, for this draft, I would love – because I don't know why I like – I should, as a fantasy player, try and get more of the same players, but I don't. I had a chance the other night to get Kyler or Dak, and I went with Dak just because, I mean, Dak, Dak killed it last year. Like, Dak gets a lot of heat for, like, not playing that well against big, like, better teams, but he didn't play that poorly against better teams, and he was still second in the league in yards, fourth in touchdowns, fourth in QBR, he gets another weapon with C.D. Lamb. He gets a smarter head coach in Mike McCarthy. So I went Dak, but I kind of want Kyler for this one. I only have to survive a little longer to get him. So here's what I'm going to do. I am going to pick running back. I think it's a smart call now. Yeah, I'm not sure. Le'Veon Ooh, Bell, I don't damn. trust. I don't- Cortland Sutton's still on the board. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell, I don't trust, even though he's probably the most sure starter here. Kareem Hunt, Cam Akers, not a clear cut to win the job. Jonathan Taylor's good, but I don't want to have my second running back kind of relying on that. James Conner, Devin Singletary, the first running backs in their team, but they have a big committee behind both of them, and that scares me a little bit too. Uh, DeAndre Swift will be good. He's injured right now. David Montgomery will be good. He's injured right now. He should only be out like one game, but he's another one, I mean – Montgomery is another one where they they love going back and forth between him and Cohen, you know, so it's tough. Right. It is tough. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick somebody and just know that I'm going to pick some sleeper running backs that can hopefully pick up the slack. That's what's just going to happen. And that's I I hope I'm right here. I hope I am right here. All right. That's always the hope, right? (laughs) <laughs> I, I am going to go James Conner. I like, I like that. I think that's a good pick. I, I, I think I have the most confidence in him to ca- have the starting job throughout the year. I don't trust any of those other guys. I think David Montgomery would be the other one, but I just don't like picking injured players on, unless I have to. 
Well, and you know, he was like Connor wasn't, I mean, he wasn't like, I don't think it's an injury to be worried about, but he was, he was injured last year. So that's part of the reason his stats are down. And also he had some of the worst quarterback play. Like if Roethlisberger can stay healthy, I think Connor's ability like exponentially gets help instead of having, you know, the guys he had back Hodges and uh, Mason Rudolph at quarterback like that certainly hurt James Connor and also being injured. That, also, that I want to point out that one of our buddies has the name Phantom of the Opera, like Noah Fant, and I really respect that. That is a really great name. I think, Fant, I think Fant's a, a big-time sleeper. All right, are they still around? I think I'm going to go quarterback. I think I have to pull the trigger. Yeah, Cortland Sutton just got picked. We were talking about him. He just got off the board. I was – oh, man. I No, I'm not I'm – not. all right, Kyler, do it for me. Oh, he gets Kyler Murray. I went for it. I almost went Dak again, but I told I already said that I like having different players. So Kyler Murray, welcome to the team. I need to change my team name. There we go. Oh man, I'm liking my. Let's talk about our teams really quick. Deshaun Watson, Saquon Barkley, James Conner, Mike Evans, Travis Kelsey. I like that lineup. Kyler Murray, Derrick Henry, Todd Gurley, Adam Thielen, George Kittle. Love Um, that as well. Yeah. We both got I second running backs, and we'll see. If our second running backs can be like anywhere near where we think they can be, it's going to be a good year. Right. Oh, man, I know who I want big time for this next pick. I, I can tell you. I want, I want Terry McLaren. You think Terry McLaren will be there? He's, I think he's going to kill it. I don't know if he's going to be there, but I think he might be. The only thing that will hurt me is if Keenan Allen's still there, it's going to be tough for me to not go Keenan because Keenan Allen's done a lot of good for me, and – like you said, I, I, I think Tyrod Taylor is going to do well in, in, in L.A. I don't know if he's going to, you know, have an explosive year, but I think he's going to be a sufficient quarterback. And Keenan Allen's the guy there. He's killed it for several years in L.A. Yeah. So that's going to be tough on me to not pick Keenan Allen there. Oh, yeah. I, Keenan Allen or I, Terry. I can't. Oh, man. Yeah, this is draft day, people. This is draft day. Let me talk about some busts that I have on here. Um, I was just going to ask you that. I got Nick Chubb as one of my busts. I think Kareem Hunt in the backfield hurts him more than anything. And I think that if the Browns have a weak start, that they'll look to Kareem Hunt and that Kareem Hunt has the talent to hold on to that job and never let go. I don't think that Nick Chubb is going to be irrelevant. I just think it might be more of a timeshare than we're thinking it's going to be. And especially because Nick Chubb doesn't have the receiving skills that we would like for him to be relevant. I think that's going to be a bad bad one. Uh, Devin Singletary, it's coming out of camp that he's fumbling left and right. And so... I think he's got a lot of people behind him, particularly Zach Moss, that might take over his position if he can't hold it together. So I think that's a kind of a bust pick, perhaps. Le'Veon Bell, like I said, he's a head case. Don't trust him. I wouldn't pick him even if he was in the seventh round, truthfully. Like, I just don't trust him. He's the kind of person that you don't want there. Uh, Melvin Gordon, I also have some questions about. You know, he. I don't think that they have completely given up on Philip Lindsay. And I love Philip Lindsay. And I think, you know, I don't trust Melvin Gordon enough after seeing what he did last year to like think that he's the number one pick for sure. End of discussion. That's just not how I feel about him. Yeah. And like I said earlier, this is less of a bust and more like temper your expectations. But DeAndre Hopkins, you know, I think we have to see. I had him. He 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 needs to score more touchdowns. He needs to be targeted a lot. And Arizona has 
a good amount of targets. So maybe that helps him. Maybe that hurts him. It's all going to depend on if Kyler Murray makes the jump. And when you're hoping that someone makes the jump, you know, that's a hard thing to like want to put all your hope in. It's a roll of the dice. It's a roll of the dice. I agree. Devin Singletary finally picked. Kyler Um, Murray better make the jump. Kyler Murray better make the jump. (laughs) I love that. Uh, Okay. I'm screwed. Robert Woods, the first player. Robert Woods, I just... It took Keenan Allen away from me also. Okay, let's just hope that your other boy doesn't get picked. Next guy, Jonathan Taylor. I love that pick. I just didn't want him as my second, but I do love that pick. I would love him as a flex because he's definitely going to be good. Um, you got two guys, but I think you're fine. I think you got a lot of good receivers that you can pick. Yeah, here. me too. I just like Terry McLaren a lot. Or how I actually don't even know how to say his last name. McLaren. 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 Yeah. McLaren. McLaren. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm not butchering it that much. Luckily. Right. Well, yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> he calls me later. It's like, yo, dude. You, if you want, I'm on your well, team, and you don't even know how to say my fucking last name. I'm sorry, I'm Matt Smith. My life has just been this easiest name in the world. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what a white, what a white guy thing to say. I don't know how to say your name, man. It's just too tough. It's my fault. I'm then sorry. Fucking, then learn it. Names aren't that tough. Right, they aren't. And they. Like, come on. I, I definitely agree with that. I'm going to check really quick because I'm not I'm watching our draft, obviously, and I'm not watching the game. How are you guys we are down? You guys are down 68, 66. Last I checked, I got okay. the TV in front of me. I'm on top of it. Islanders are up three to two. Last I checked, uh, they, they need to win this one. I don't think they I don't think they want to push this to game seven yeah i would not want to push it to game seven because the the flyers do have a lot of great players oh it's 70 68 that's going to be a tight finish there at the end with the it's gonna be a tight one i think i think it's so cool though that the celtics can pull out a game that the raptors need so much they did it in round game two you already felt like the raptors had to push and the celtics withheld it you know came back I think that it's it's good that the Celtics are doing that. I uh, people are already talking about a Celtics Lakers final. I'm here for it. I am here for it. We got Darren Waller taken. He's so good, but I just I had him and he's inconsistent. He is so. Yeah, he I, is. Calvin Ridley, I love that pick. Calvin Ridley is going to be really good. I think he takes over not not this season, but I think he takes over for Julio Jones as the big man in in Atlanta. So I think. That's a good pick. And you are on the board, my friend. Who do you pick It's here? Terry time, baby. It's scary Terry. It's scary Terry. We love He's that pick. to tear it up. Terry McLaurin. McLaurin. Come on. Yeah. I think I know who I'm going to pick here. It depends because we got three picks. Um, the thing is, Tyler Boyd and AJ Green are both here. Yes. And so you have to wonder about Joe Burrow. You know, how does he come in, you know? And I just think I would rather be dismayed that I didn't pick a Bengals receiver than be, like, disappointed that I did. You know, with any rookie quarterback, no matter how good, there's a learning curve. And I just think it's hard for me to try to, like, be confident about that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I would, okay. I would agree. Yeah, we got T.Y. and Jarvis at the top there. Dak Prescott taken. 
and DK Metcalf taken. I do like DK. I just I never like picking other than Tyler Lockett. I never like picking Seattle receivers because they're so run heavy. You know that Seattle is so run heavy, and so regardless of how good they are, you're never going to want to. I'm not picking. I'm not taking DJ Chark with a ten foot pole unless he drops really far because I don't want anything to do with Jacksonville. I don't want a single. No, that's how I kind of. But that's how I felt last year, and he still kind of killed it. So he's, right. he's a tough one because I agree. Like, I don't really like, I think there's value there if you can find him late in a draft, but like, cause he, he could explode, but like, yeah, it's tough. It's tough to have any confidence in a Jags player right now as they're just selling the house. That's fair. Okay. So then this becomes easy for me. I did not think he was going to be here. You know, I think it's, it's Baker Mayfield's year to, shut up or do it, you know, and I'm going to pick Jarvis Landry as my second receiver. I love like Jarvis that. Landry. He did well, even when they weren't doing well last season and yeah, he'll, he put up, he'll put up good numbers for me. And, uh, yeah, I love that. I, I am seeing as I'm looking at the bye weeks that I'm going to have like a person gone every day, but that's fine. You know, that happens. Dude, I was talking to a couple of my friends the other night when we were drafting, and I was like, you know what maybe would be and like would kind of be a great strategy to to put forth at some point is like what if you did just get all your starters or like most of your best players on one bye week? Like, Because I feel like most of the time people are like, oh, I got to get different bye weeks so that we can carry. But like if you had all of them lined up, then you take you take a hit one week, probably lose – but then you're good. Right. No, it's true. It's definitely true. Here's where it gets complicated. Cause I think I'm going to go receiver again, because we are in a PPR league. I don't trust Devonte. I don't trust the dolphins either. I don't want to pick them. I'm, I'm staying away from the Bengals. So the question becomes, do I trust Josh Allen to throw it to Stefan Diggs enough? I don't know. know. Here's what I'm going to say. This is kind of a hope pick. I don't trust everything that's going on in this situation, but this is another team that needs to put up or shut up. And I think this is a receiver that can benefit from that. I have Michael Gallup at the flex position. I don't think it's a bad pick. No, I think that he is going to be the beneficiary of Amari Cooper underwhelming. And I think Dak Prescott really needs to play this year, and I'm going to trust that he does. Oh, during the Boston-Toronto game, they just showed, like, I think it was a bunch of the wives and all of them just, like, holding little babies. It was, like, four wives of the players holding their little babies. It was the cutest thing ever. That's cute. (laughs) That's so cute. And then Robin Williams just destroyed the rim yes time lord that's his nickname time lord dude he's a beast he is i'm we have a ton of great young guys i mean they haven't all like come to fruition yet but we got carson edwards taco fall we got uh romeo langford grant williams you know we got some good guys taco fall taco fall all right i'm gonna ask you a quick fire question it's not the end of the podcast here i'm just gonna start peppering them in as we go uh because this is going a lot faster we might be able to go through the draft here i know yeah when you and me were talking we were like oh we'll do like the first five picks i like when drafts actually go fast yeah i definitely agree jared cook is a terrible pick grant i hate that 
pick seven? You picked Jared Cook? Nah. That is bad. That is a person who doesn't know how to play. That is I'd rather person. have Noah Font. Yeah, absolutely. Raheem Moistert might be a good pick. It's hard, you know, because like running back by I, committee. I think that's a good one. Yeah, but it's less a committee this year. It's more – it's Mostert and Coleman. And I think Mostert will get more – like Mostert and Coleman aren't have such like different skill – sets i think the trade i think the trade of breda i was surprised at how low most it was be, after the trade of, of matt breda that's true all right give me a quick fire question before i make this amazing selection all right my quick fire question we mentioned it before but it's kind of to go so you already gave me the answer i just want to have it definitively can the bucks come back against the heat yes or no yes for sure yes okay without a doubt Good, good. That is my quick fire question. That's that one. That's the easiest one you're going to get. So enjoy it. Yeah, good. Proud okay, Devontae Parker picked, and it's Matt's pick oh, again. I wanted Devontae Parker. It's Dang a good, it. yeah, it's a good pick. But here's the thing: Cam Akers might be a great pick because I'm pretty sure he's still the starter in LA. And if I can get another starting running back right now, I just. I think there's still so much value in receivers. Like Emmanuel, I'm not going to take Emmanuel Sanders for a few more rounds. Right. The Cincinnati debate is tough for me between Boyd and AJ. And AJ. I I lean towards Boyd. I have him in one league. And I just think it's because AJ's been he's been injured so much and had like I just worry about you know that struggle of getting back, especially at that age and with a rookie quarterback and all that stuff. Obviously, he's, you know, when he's on, he's one of the most dominant receivers in the league. I'm just, I'm just, I just don't have any confidence in him being on, you know. Which brings me back to my busts. My first bust is Rob Gronkowski, and honestly, yeah. maybe the entire Bucks offense. I just don't like I don't think Brady's going to blow up numbers wise. I have a lot of confidence in Godwin and like I said earlier I think Evans will, will still get good touchdowns. But I don't like I don't think Leonard Fournette's going to be a great running back there. I think that's certainly running back by committee. Um if anything I think Ronald Jones is still the best running back there because they're still going to pass the ball a lot and Leonard Fournette can't catch the ball. He can't affect the passing game. So, but mostly with Gronk I've talked to you about this before. I just don't see him being healthy. If Gronk plays more than half the season, I will be shell-shocked. Like the guy, the main reason he stepped away from the game was because he couldn't stay healthy. And after stepping away for a year, I don't have any confidence that he's going to be able to come back and, and keep that health unless they, you know, put him on some Toronto Raptors Kawhi Leonard plan, which I think, would be a great idea because I think OJ Howard is still a really good tight end. So like there's the possibility there that if they treat his health well, you know, and, and, and reserve him that he can have a good season. I'm just not really sure a football team's going to do that. Right. It's hard to say for sure. Oh man. I have so many people queued up and if for people who don't do ESPN drafts, uh, they say, ah, looks like they had their eye on him too. And that's so annoying. I, I didn't know that. Oh I was yeah. I wonder what that sound was. Eye on him too. Happen again. <laughs> My picks are getting stolen. 
Marquise, dude. I love Marquise. I made I that. Marquise. I made a brilliant trade for Marquise last year. Yeah, Marquise Brown is going to be good. I definitely had him as somebody that I might want to pick. Um, so we'll see what happens here for sure. Um, dude, Yannick, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a Coca-Cola. Oh, I forgot this is called two Coca-Colas, please. You know what? I'm too nervous to be drinking alcohol right now, okay? I'll mess that, up. That logic makes no sense. I'm too nervous. <laughs> That's why you drink the booze to calm your nerves. That's fair. What are you drinking, buddy? I um, I was going to drink one of my Clear Lake beers, but then I forgot that I don't really like the Clear Lake Brewery because it's all just like very hokey names. Like one of them's like Oreo Speedwagon, and it's a cookies and cream stout. And another one is, gosh, now I'm going to blank on it. But they're all they're all just like names like that and like kind of like weird beers, which are fine here and there. But like for the most part with breweries, I'm just like, just make a good beer. Like I don't need some like shtick. So I'm drinking some Madeira in honor, You're, uh, of, Christian, in honor of Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, my boy. My boy, Cristiano. That's who I'm going to pick next. Yeah. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> what a surprise pick that would be. And then all of a sudden we get the news Cristiano Ronaldo moving to wide receiver. And let me tell you, Matt, I would take him. Yeah. He'd be able I to would, figure it out. He would figure it out. He'd be oh, a red Oh, man. Tyler Boyd, not bad. Marvin Jones, not bad. I got to go receiver here. My quarterbacks are still around. Still get Aaron Rodgers all day. This is this has to be the most boring part of the podcast. Me just thinking aloud of no, we like what, it. What my eighth pick should be. And I saw a story once of Mar- I'm going to go Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd off the board from my boy yeah. Matt. I love that I'll pick. I think I'll that Joe him. Burrow is going to throw to him a good amount. Uh, Philip Lindsay picked before him. I think that's a good insurance pick too. There's no sense that Melvin Gordon is going to hold that the whole year. Yeah. So, dude, I love Philip Lindsay. That's fair. He's good. I might do something a little interesting here. I'm thinking about it. I might. I might go dual running backs to make sure that whoever gets the starting job in Detroit, that I have them. Handcuff it. I don't think that's a bad plan. Well, both of them are there. Carry on is the starter. DeAndre is the people people think that is going to come off the board. DeAndre you know, is the starter right now. DeAndre is the starter? Yeah. I thought carry on was because DeAndre is injured, but maybe I'm wrong there. Well, I guess if he's injured, then yeah, he's the starter. But depth charts wise, I know that DeAndre yeah, is the starter. I don't really know. But regardless, I think that's going to be a battle. I think one of them wins, and I and I think – but then there's also, mm, you see, there's also like some interesting receivers up here still. Like, do I, can I let Stefan Diggs drop past the ninth round? That's like a, I mean, Stefan right. Diggs, Diggs is a good player. Like I wouldn't have him as my second, but I'd most certainly have him as my fourth receiver. Yeah. I think unless he gets taken, I'll go Stefan Diggs and then I'll figure it out from there. You're one pick away. I like I mean, I like the Stefan Diggs thing or pick thing. Yeah. One pick away. We had Noah Fant go. Noah Fant went. Ooh. 
Tariq Cohen as well. Who took who took Fant? Not the guy who has Fant in his name. When did he go? Like forever ago? Are you no, sure he, he just, went? 76. He just went. He went in the last two picks. Dang. I like Dang. that. Pick. Well, no, yeah, I like that in the round nine. He's I, I like I think the Broncos offense is one that's I think it's either total bust, they're horrible, they like do absolutely nothing, or I think they all click. I think Locke clicks, Sutton clicks, Gordon, Lindsey, Font, Jerry Judy, and they just absolutely go off. I think it's a real high risk, high reward sort of team with like every position that they got. I agree. I agree. All right. I am going to do it. I'm going to go DeAndre Swift. I think that's I think that's a good pick. Yeah. I like <clears throat> I like it. And I already know then as long as Olaf doesn't screw me here, which he's done so many times in the future in the past, uh I think that um carry on Johnson has more experience, so maybe DeAndre Swift doesn't have a great year, and one of them will come out on top. So I think I'll have a good running back in one of them. Yeah. Which is kind of what I am hoping for. Oh, I think I'm... I gotta go running back here, because I know who I want at receiver. Right. I think once... once um, We'll stop round 11. We're on round 9 about to come. We'll stop round 11. I think that's a good thing for our fans to yeah. talk about. Uh, oh, it's just, slowing down. Yeah, he picks Tom Brady at pick 80. Ooh, I do not like that pick at I all. Pick. I hate that pick. Scarlett's coming to say hi. She's not hi, barking. Scarlett. She's not barking this time, though. Love it. She's not barking. Shocking. She's, not, she's not amused with the Tom Brady pick. Yeah. She's, very, she's certainly not impressed. Very upset. You know what? I would. I see the Buccaneers making all these moves and Glazers. Quit signing people for the Buccaneers and sign more people for Manchester United. <laughs> Speaking of which, that is one of my quickfire questions. So let's move to it. Sick. Did Manchester United overpay for Donnie Vandebeek? No. I I think, well, I think every transfer now is like almost overpaid, but that's just where transfers are getting to, you know? So, no, I don't think they did because that's just where, like that's just how much is being spent on transfers. Uh, plus, I, I think it was a good signing. I like, I think, I think he's a good fit with Pogba and Fernandez. And sometimes even if it's like money-wise, like, oh, maybe they – didn't need to spend that much. If it's, you know, it's kind of similar to fantasy where you're like, oh, do you need to take that person in that round? Well, if you want them, then you got to take them in that round or you got to pay that much money. So no, I don't, I don't think it was, if it would have gone over like 60 million, maybe, but I thought, I thought it was a fair amount. Right. So what do you think about Debo Samuel here? Obviously free and pick in round nine as like a good receiver. It's hard, though, because I just don't trust Garoppolo to throw. I just don't trust Garoppolo as much as I want to. Like, of course, George Kittle. 
but I I think it's a good pick. I agree with you where I don't trust Garoppolo, but I I had Debo last year. Debo, they do a lot of good stuff with Debo too, with like, you know, wide receiver end arounds and such, where he'll he'll get touches not just in the passing game, which That's I think true. helps, you know, get points uh, that way. All so right. I, which I wonder if they'll use more of those. So Okay. So here's where I'm gonna go. It's gonna be weird, but I have to go with my roots here. I'm going Julian Edelman. I'm going Julian Edelman from the Patriots. I think him and Cam are going to have more of an accord that people think they will, and he's at least going to get the catches to get some PPR points. Love me some I, Julian. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I think it's a, a worthwhile pick. I do too. Who man. else? Who else is Cam going to pass the ball to? I mean, sometimes that right. becomes the question. Exactly, and if Cam plays well, he's got to play well to somebody. He's got to yeah. play well with somebody. And I think, too, like, you know, Cam's going into a new situation as a quarterback. You rely on a, a veteran who knows that offense inside and out, which I think is going to help. And, and just the routes that they give Julian Edelman, you know, he gets that stuff that's underneath, which, you know, the little dunk down, the little check down, you know, your third read sometimes of, of the play. So I think he's going to be there to help Cam out and bail Cam out, so to speak especially while Cam is, is still getting kind of comfortable in that New England offense. Man, I love that Bill Belichick is like praising him after not praising Brady for 20 years. I love it. I love the, the drama. I love it. Bill Belichick is a – he is an interesting human being. I read the Bill Belichick biography, which Bill Belichick refused to uh, like interview with the guy. Um, I got – Blanking on the uh, the author of it, he's a long he's a long time journalist. Um, I'll have to look it up, but it like he he's just a he's an interesting cat inside and out. All right, that's true. I gave dude. I think I got to take him because I haven't gotten to yet, and he was one of my sleeper picks. J.K. Dobbins. Love J.K. Dobbins. I wanted J.K. Dobbins. You just heard my computer say you took him from me, you jerk. Yes. You jerk. Take that, you bastard. Take that, you bastard. Hey, you speaking bastard. of which, uh, did you see Sean Connery had a birthday recently? Oh, he had a birthday. So he's yeah. not dead is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, we already had <laughs> – we already confirmed that he was alive. Oh, gosh. But, um Yes. Alive and well and celebrating birthdays. Ian O'Connor is the author of the Belichick. Belichick, the making of the greatest football coach of all time. Terrific book. It's some great insight on Belichick. And um, yeah, Belichick was like, nah, I'm not going to talk to you for it, which is also just the most Belichick move any like ever. Because Ian O'Connor was like, yeah, I'm still going to do it. So that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. and I would be like, fair. Fair to you, sir. Now my question becomes, do I keep grabbing running backs because I'm scared that I don't really have a strong choice behind my two? Or do I just say I'll figure that out when it happens? Interesting, interesting choices here. Hmm. Yeah, that is, it's becomes tough. I mean, there's some still guy. I mean, I think even a guy like Marlon Mack is still a, a solid choice. I believe Marlon Mack, honestly, is still the starter 
Marlon Mack is still the starter. Yeah, it's hard because I don't think we will be for long, but right, it's hard. Like, do I pick somebody who might become the starter, or do I pick someone who's going to lose the starting job? Yeah, yeah. Or do I? I think Ronald. I mean, Ronald Jones is still there. I don't want. I don't want anything to do with the Buccaneers' backfield. No, thank you. Yeah. It's hard to trust them because they just keep signing people. I don't know why, as the Bucks, you would sign Leonard Fournette when you have Ronald Jones, who did fine for you last year, and you have Keyshawn Vaughn, who's a fine guy who can come in and take over if if Ronald Jones like what are they doing? And they and they still have LaShawn, don't they? Oh my god, yeah. I forgot. They have LaShawn McCoy. And I think LaShawn right now is second on the depth chart. Like, I don't the that Fournette signing to me, I suppose from their perspective, I think they're only paying him two million with the like chance of going to three and a half with incentives. So right. I suppose it's not like, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, sure, why not? But it still makes no sense to me. I like it's kind it, like I said, it feels like the Browns last year where they're just like, we're gonna build a super team. And super teams don't work in football right i i'm here i'm here for that logic i'm definitely here for that logic or do i go like uh well i'll talk after your pick in case that's something you want to do um yeah uh, what, what do you think about doing i'm gonna do your show no. <laughs> uh, daniel jones picked in the ninth round very interesting pick as well um is that before what other quarterbacks are on the board i mean before yeah, Breeze and Rogers and Stafford and Wins, what? Yeah, before any of those guys, that's kind of hard. I mean, it's a it's a ballsy pick. If it works, it works. I suppose. Alexander it's not going to work. <laughs> I will flatly say that. No chance. Daniel Jones. Oh my goodness, what does he know that we don't? I mean, everyone knows something, unless somebody else doesn't philosophy philosophy we're changing the word of the day to the, the philosophy of the day oh uh, i think therefore i am okay so he got picked already i was thinking about picking james white i don't think he's going to have the same kind of production as when brady loved to throw to him but he is a ppr beast sometimes so it's hard to know yeah i yeah, think i, I know I, I hate i hate new england running backs i had rex burkhead for like a couple of the games where he went off and then he had like, and then he just disappeared. And I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm dropping you. And then he, he didn't do a thing again. Yeah. Which is the most, I mean, it's why Belichick's so good at what he does. It's, it's different every week. All right. Who do I want here? Is my boy, is the guy I really want still there? He is, but he's, whew. He might get taken soon. I'm going to take him. I'm going for another rookie. The speedster out in Vegas, Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. We like Henry Ruggs. We do. Obviously, it depends on whether or not Derek Carr can get his stuff together, but we like Henry Ruggs. He's got to throw the ball to somebody, whether he can get his stuff together or not. Yeah, you want to believe that, but then sometimes you don't see it. <laughs> sometimes you don't see he's it. Their top, he's their top receiver there. And like I, he's gonna throw the ball. Like if he doesn't have to throw the ball well, he can throw interceptions all he wants. But like, you gotta, you gotta make completions at some point. 
don't right. think I've ever seen a quarterback go over in a game. I'm sure it's happened. I mean, I'm sure a couple of times. Let's, think about all the look that up. Zero percent completion. This is why we need a stats person. We're hiring a stats person here at Jimmy. Yeah, if you want to work for little, 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 little money. Your pay um, is you know, we're here for you. Yeah. It's maybe you just like stats, I don't know. TJ Hawkinson picked with the ninety seventh pick. That's so interesting to me. People are like reaching for tight ends this draft. I just Yeah. I love like, Hawkinson and I think there's some value in Hawkinson. I I hate that that pick is early. Yeah. I agree there. Okay, Man, I, here we I go. I can't find anything I'm, yet. I'm coming up here. Steelers defense taken. Oh, defense is starting to go. <laughs> they can take them. Right. I'm going to go here with – we talked about him already. I'm going to go with my boy, Marlon Mack. Hope he can hold on to the job and give me at least one good week of production. You know what? I'm okay with that pick. I'm okay with that pick. I think it's a good one. Yeah. I mean, hey, Jonathan, Ta- Jonathan Taylor has to hold on to the ball. Like, I mean, he That's was great at Wisconsin besides the fact that he would fumble it constantly. And if that's going to be the case in the NFL, like it's like you you don't have enough leeway here in the pros to turn the ball over that much and keep your job. Right. Right. All right. Here's the last pick of what we're going to have on two beers, please. Uh, the pick before me was Rob Gronkowski round 11. So the bus pick picked round 11. Again, people reaching for tight ends, truthfully. Um, but you know, like we said, when people start reaching, everyone's got to start reaching. I'm gonna, I am happy with my receivers. I have the running backs. I'm going to have the receiver core is deep. So I, I have, I figured to grab a couple more good ones down the line. And so I am going to predict a trend that's about to happen here in round 11 and the bills play the dolphins and the jets twice. So I'm picking the bills D as my defense. I don't think it's a bad selection at all. It's they not got, a bad. Thing. They got a solid. They got a solid D. Like I said, they have you know some opponents that aren't aren't the scariest. And even I mean, even New England is going to have to figure it out. It's not like you know. I think New England will, but like it's not like they're playing the New England of of old. Of like, oh yeah, you got Tom Brady and all these guys. So I think, yeah, they're. I mean. The Bills just have a good defense too. I mean, when you can get a guy like AJ Epinesa in the second round and have him, you know, be part of your defensive line rotation, I think that shows kind of the depth and skill that they've got on that team. Right. I agree. I agree. I agree. And that's the last pick you'll hear from me is the Bills D. And with that, I have all positions except a kicker. And then I'll just be picking probably receivers down the line to make sure I got some good ones. And there's so many good receivers. I mean, I'm going to scroll twice. Bam. I scrolled twice. I still see Busy Johnson, who could be the number two in Minnesota. I mean, I still see uh, friggin' Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders is a little higher up. Hunter Renfro, who could take over the Terrell Williams absence in Las Vegas. You know, some good receivers down there. 
Uh, who we got to pick here with this pick? I wonder who he's going to pick. Who's going next? Is he auto-picking now? I think he is. Oh, yeah, he is. Uh, honestly, that's not a bad auto-pick to get. Jordan Howard. It's a good yeah. pick. It's a good pick. I don't, lo- cool. I don't love Jordan Howard, but in the 11th round, like you're getting the Dolphins starter. So, Right. I don't think Jordan Howard's going to hold on to it. That's the only reason they want to pick him. I think there'll be. I think it'll definitely be a you know lightning and thunder sort of situation where like he's not going to be he's not going to be a starter like you know Derrick Henry or or Saquon that's like three down back and and everything. That's true. Who are we thinking for our last pick, buddy? Who I don't know. I might take that Ronald Jones flyer. Oh, Aaron Rodgers taken. Finally. Oh boy. That's who I should have taken. I got him. I got him in my one other league. That's what I should do. I kind of liked that strategy in my other league where I took Russ and then I took. Oh my goodness, that was a nasty three by Norman Powell. Um, but then I took Aaron Rodgers, ninety three, ninety one, six minutes ago. Raptors lead. Okay, it's a good ass game. Good ass game. Daryl Henderson Jr. taken at one hundred five. I just think I need another running back. You know what? If we're going running back up by committee, do I want Tampa Bay's? No, they passed the ball. Do I want Buffalo? Mm, not really the most exciting offense in the world. I'm going to go with the best rushing attack in the league last year and what I assume is going to be a pretty darn good one this year. I'll take Mr. Tevin Coleman from Indiana. Love Tevin Coleman. Love that pick. Love it, love it, love it. I do think that's a good pick. Um, yeah, that's all I can say about that. I think it's a good pick. We shall see. That better be all you can fucking say, Yannick. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, remember, remember what he said? He tried to agree that we'd be friends, and uh, I said, no way. I said, not fat chance, buddy. Yeah. Aww. Fat chance. Fat yeah, I was chance. thinking defense, but, you know, defense too. Like, I think if you can get a really good defense, it's great. And, like, it's good to always, like, keep them on your roster. But for me, defense is a weekly thing where you're like, all right, who's playing these crappy offenses? And then you can find so much value on the waiver wire that way. That I think, I mean, unless I you can right. get, unless you can get a good defense, like you do, like, I think the Bills are a good defense. Like, that's a good one to have and keep on your team. Like, and you can rely on them because sometimes you can't find a waiver wire defense that's going to be able to play a crappy offense. But, you know, once the value starts dropping, there really isn't much value at all. I feel that. I do feel that. All right. Well, with that, we're going to call it close. You still got a couple rounds to go, but we're not going to inundate you with all of our picks. That would be boring. <laughs> are so, you kidding me? The last five picks are the most exciting. They're the most exciting. All right. Well, I'm going to finish with my last quick fire question before we go. So, there's a lot of talk about Giannis Atenkampo possibly leaving Milwaukee if Milwaukee goes out. And uh, I'm going to paint you a scenario. I think with all the bench players they have that the Heat could provide a package where they get Giannis and Jimmy Butler together. If that is the case, who's scarier? Spolstra with Giannis and with Jimmy Butler? Or... Steve Nash with KD and Kyrie. Well, I mean, first off, 
I don't know if the Heat would even have to trade for him because I think his contract's coming up soon, isn't it? It is. I'm not sure if it's at the end of this season. I think it's at the end of next season, but in the next I'm season, I'm saying if it happens, yeah. Either way, um, Durant and Kyrie. Durant and Kyrie. I think Giannis is one of the most unique players we've ever seen, but so is Kevin Durant. I mean, Kevin Durant's like a seven foot shooting guard. And I think even if Kevin Durant, like his ACL is, doesn't get back to his same kind of, you know, quickness and lateral agility and such and such. I don't think it matters because then Kevin Durant's just like, all right, I'll play like a Dirk. I'll play like a Tim Duncan. Like I can be more of a power forward and, and kind of chill down more on the, on the low block and stuff. And I think Kyrie on the, on the same token is perhaps the greatest dribbler the NBA has ever seen. The guy comes up clutch when they really need it or when his team needs it. So I, I, I think just their skill set. Yeah. I mean, I think they're just, I think they're, I think they're the two better players. I think Giannis might be the best player out of those four, but I think Duran is like very close behind him. And I would, I would take Kyrie is, is more of a risk than Jimmy Butler, a hundred percent. And Jimmy Butler probably makes the players around him better than Kyrie does because Kyrie is, you know, we, we're all attuned to the struggles that Kyrie has as, as a you have player. You tell me as a Celtics fan. You don't right. tell me. I mean, he's like, um, no, you know what? I don't want to play with one of the greatest players of all time. I'm good. So uh, I think in that sense, it's like, eh. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think Kyrie and Durant are so, so talented that I go, I go with them. I like that. I like that. I definitely think it depends on, and I think he will. Ooh, Emmanuel Sanders, you took your pick. I like that. I went and snagged him that time. You put put your money where your mouth is. I do like that. Uh, Yeah, I just think, I think you're just right. I think that it's, um, it's going to depend on KD, but I think the two of them, if they're healthy, are the better players. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for this on tap episode. We are still going through our draft. We'll talk about, you know, what we think of the team's completed on the next episode but until then stay safe wear a mask register to vote and remember about our september initiative for every listen that the september episodes get in the month of september we will be donating a dollar to a black lives matter charity that we will choose at a later date uh we already got a a good couple listens on our first episode go listen to that one if you haven't listen to this one help us raise some money for a good cause it's been good talking to you buddy Always a blast talking to you, my man. It should be a fun fantasy season. I'm ready for football to get going. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We always appreciate it. All right. Cheers. And this is Two Beers, Please. Cheers, y'all.